I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from. Welcome to Source to Screen, Source Screen, where we talk about source material like and their live adaptation. Adaptions. I like that. That should be our slogan. Uh, I thought we say that every week. Uh, we've said it for like two episodes. Anywho, shit. I'm your host, Blueberry Probern, and my other host is Gamer Complainer. Prep, prep. So. Bah. What are we going over today? This week is some serious shit. Some heavy shit. Some good shit. Some sad shit. You some gotta say shit. it's good shit. Because it keeps saying shit. It's People are gonna shit. think it's bad. Yeah. Either way, it's good shit. It's good shit. Bye. So, what do we watch? Road to Perdition. Road to Perdition featuring Tom Hanks. Paul Newman. And Daniel Craig. And, and Jude Law. Yeah, oh yeah, he forgot about him. It was directed by Sam Mendes. And the original comic was written by Max Allen Collins. And do we have an artist for that by any chance? Yeah, Richard Pierce Rayner. No, such awesome. basic names. Yeah, very so, white people names. Such white names. So this was a graphic novel and was adapted into a film not too long ago. But I think it's a really solid film. And we're going to get into our expectations because we watched the film first and then read the comic. So did you know this was a graphic novel when you saw the film? No, I've seen it three times. And in, 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 in sometimes in film classes, and they've refused or failed to acknowledge failed to acknowledge that, that it's actually a comic book. Yeah, you think that'd be you know something cool to bring up? Well, according to your film teacher, it doesn't matter about the source material that something is adapted from. Apparently, so what? I guess film teachers fail to acknowledge that things come from comic books or not books. necessarily but i think it's important to mention because at the time this movie was made comic book movies were not a booming industry no i think the movie was made in like or released in like 2003 yeah which is not long after spider-man but i mean that's all i mean we that really was kind of a, yeah time. that was kind of a red not a red herring but a diamond in a mm-hmm. in, you know needle in the haystack is what and i'm trying to say the graphic novel came out in 98 so that's not a long span of time for... A movie, yeah. Yeah. Usually these things take really long times to be readapted. So that's it's kind of impressive. It's got a quick turnaround time. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Watching the movie. I'm hoping you all watch the movie. And if you don't, pause this podcast, go watch the movie. There's going to be like really... Probably spoilers. I'm going to try to avoid it because it does ruin the You never do that. Movie. You say... I said no try. Spoilers. I didn't say I would. Be prepared for spoilers in either case. Yeah, <laughs> big spoilers. All right. But our expectations of the comics. So what did you expect, if anything, really? Mm-hmm. Me first? Yeah. All right. Honestly, seeing the movie, I really enjoyed the movie. So I expected the comic to be basic, noir, classy, um, kind of boring. I was expecting a boring comic. It's a, it's a quick read, uh, only about 300 pages. And I wasn't expecting it to be as violent as it was. It's um, it's some next level stuff. Yeah, it's actually really fun. <laughs> it's it's uh, very fun. He's such a badass in the graphic novel. Yeah, and uh, I was expecting the artwork not to be as good. I'm not sure exactly why. Maybe I was just you know still on the Sin City vibe. But I was just like, there's no way this comic has good art. Yeah, the art style, I mean, it's very realistic yeah, looking. Yeah, it's, it's surprisingly not, good. It doesn't really look like your average comic where it's hyper real. It actually is like, it looks like a real drawing of a real person. There's yeah, nothing yeah. nothing different about it. And it's all in black and white as well. Most which I think adds, are. no, I mean, a lot are in color, especially with Marvel or DC. Well, yeah, but color is expensive to print, so a lot of people do no color. And hiring a color, but I think it was a choice. No, yeah, no, it works really well based off the time period of the movie, which is set or the story is set in the Great Depression. I watched the movie in black and white. Would you? Uh, yeah, and the DP actually said the movie would have been amazing if it was just in black and white. He said he he um 
he viewed the lighting and the the look of it as a black and white film and not as a film in color. Mm. So that's kind of how he lit it with a lot of shadows and whatnot. Yeah, we're going to get into that a little bit later, but this is such a interesting film because it really does transcend comic book movies. And I think you'd be excellent to get into how it excels as a movie alone. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, well, I'll save it for later. Yeah, 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 yeah. For later. But it's, um, for my expectations, I didn't really expect anything from the comics. I didn't expect to like it. I didn't expect to it to be as good as the movie because the movie is very good. Um, I did like the art style as well. I agree. I think the realistic look fits the tone of the oh, comic. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was going to be longer. I didn't think it would just be such a quick read. I thought it'd be like at least, you know, three books of him going and um, hunting. Yeah. On his revenge spree. But it's a quick read. Yeah, I think it's a good, it's a brief read. It's got some good punches, as I say. No holding of the punches. And you know what's funny? Did you look at the cover of the comic? Yeah. Where it's, he's like all happy and shit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a little jarring. <laughs> it's very misleading. So the cover is like, the uh, is Michael O'Sullivan with his son. And they're like happy and he's like holding him up in the air. And then you read it and it's like... That's uh, not the When story. did this happen? Yeah, if I saw that cover, it's like Road to Perdition. It's a 1920s noir, noir kind of guy with his son. And they're just like running. And I'm like, this just looks like, you know, an adventure book. Little did I know, <laughs> it turns into like The Godfather, Scarface, Grand Theft Auto, all into one F-fest. Very misleading no, cover. for sure. <laughs> did not see that coming i probably would have never read this comic had it not been adapted to a movie like i would have saw that cover and be like no <laughs> this is bullshit <laughs> road to perdition what the hell is a perdition <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right well let's take a quick fake commercial break ah you said it fake break yeah i always say it fake, fake break yeah fake break fake break be right back came up with the title for this episode because i did it took me so long to read this book keep in mind right and now, watch the movie i'm yeah. like hey babe let's watch the movie Ugh. and i kept calling it road to Pershitten. i was not happy i so, was like come on dude it's 2 30 a.m right now i literally finished it an hour ago same the movie not that long before. i took a nap you did take a nap while i read it um what else so the the, the title is going to be misleading because we really like this movie, but so is the cover of the comic. It's like a. Uh, I, I mean, they. I mean, shitting is not incorrect. They do have a shitty time. It is a shitty time, and it's a shitty road to get to perdition. I don't know. It was a shitty road. Not our best title. <laughs> All right. So, what did you like? No, what did I dislike first? I, what did you like? I basically dislike nothing about the film. That's why it's I asked you It's a near-perfect movie. <laughs> it really um, is. It, the only issue I had is the beginning of the movie is pretty slow. It takes like 45 minutes for the whole revenge ordeal to get going. So I get sleepy and I get tired and I don't like falling asleep because I do everything late. So that's really the only qualm I have. It's just the beginning is a little bit slow. But other than that... It's basically a perfect movie. And then you and I agreed that it's like essential. There's not a thing they can cut out because it, it builds the characters in the setting. Yeah, and we'll get into why they put certain things in the movie and what is cut out and whatnot. So we, we dislike that, but we understand why it, it works mm-hmm. and why it was made that way. And you had another issue with a British actor... Oh, okay. This isn't. This isn't. It seems like a a regular thing for you. Now I do have problems with British actors, but it's unrelated. I don't to think the it's unrelated. You just hate British people. I don't, I don't know why you're I, with me. I love Sir Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, 
Sorry, if you complain about them in another episode, I'm going to die. No! Didn't really like uh, Ian Patrick McKellen. Stewart's performance. <laughs> Ian, Ian McKellen, you know, he could do Lord a lot of better. Lord of the Rings uh, I didn't really love Julas's character. Now, he didn't do a bad job, but they tried to make him, like, all ugly and gross. And they Even though he's it. Jude Law. He's, he's Jude like, Law. one of the it's most like, handsome people on the planet. It's like uh, putting Eva Mendez in, like, a witch costume. Yeah, she's it's all ugly, gro- though. It's not inaccurate. All right, all right. Never mind. This comparison didn't work. Maybe if you said Catherine Zeta Jones, I know you. All right, Catherine Zeta Jones Jones in like a shrew outfit. Shrew outfit. I don't know. Anyway, all right. The other thing I didn't like was there's a really big story arc missed in the comics. Now it's not really necessary, but I like it for my own mini fan theory. They basically um, Sullivan O Sullivan teams up. With Elliot Ness, which whoa, if you whoa, don't, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, no, is that? no, that's that's comic comparison. You can't do that yet. But it's such a good. Okay, well, I don't like how they missed this specific story arc, oh. and I'll get to that later. Talk about that in a minute. So likes, there's a lot of likes. There's there's not a lot of hate in this episode because we're filmmakers and we like good movies. Yeah, I love good movies. We don't get to watch a lot of them no, <laughs> on this podcast. No. But this is probably a lead up to the Suicide Squad episode, so... Oh, yeah, we've had a couple requests about that, so that's probably going to be our big episode 10, I'd imagine. Yeah, we'll do a bad episode next week or the week after. Yeah, sounds good. So, what did you like? Uh, Oh, my gosh, there's a lot. So, I'll just start with the acting. I mean, you got Tom Hanks, Paul Newman, and I think Tom Hanks is amazing because this isn't his normal thing. He doesn't normally play the quiet rough tough type of guy he's usually the you know not basic dude who everyone likes necessarily but he's a very usually a very likable character humble he's always a humble guy and he's always like jokey and fun or not reserved and serious like that's usually never his character and i think he did it really well and even i watched like the making of after the movie the tom hanks was like yeah this isn't normally what the fuck i do like so i decided to challenge myself and take on the role I think he nailed it. I yeah, agree. I think he did great. Um, Paul Newman's great. He's in he's in the movie a lot more than in the comic. And his role is a lot it's more very interesting important. and complex. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I mean Jude Law was good for the minute. Jude Law trying to be an ugly person. <laughs> ugly assassin. Uh, Daniel Craig was also good. Very good, I'd argue. He's American accent. A British actor I very much enjoy. No matter how much he bitches about being James Bond. I'm so tired of being the world's coolest guy. And getting paid even more every single time. How can you be mad at your job? Like, everyone gets mad at their job. But you're literally James fucking Bond. And whenever he says he doesn't want to do it, they just pay him more money. And he does it. I'm like... If you really didn't want to do it, you just fucking quit. I think he got twenty million for his last James Bond <laughs> Man, movie. Imagine if that's how all jobs worked. Hey, I don't want to do it. I, I don't want to make this McDonald's burger. All right, we'll pay double. The double double to make the double doubles. Uh, I guess. Fine. Man, I wish that's how raises worked. <laughs> <laughs> Not wanting to do something gets you a raise. Basically, that'd be amazing. Um, so yeah, acting is all top notch. I think Paul Newman was nominated for an Oscar for his role after his passing. So this is his last yeah. film. I'm fucking Pos- incorrect. Posthumously, yeah. That's awful. Um, and so I'm gonna talk about something else before I talk about cinematography. Um, I thought the editing was actually really good. I know I complained that it was slow, but there's some sequences that you won't forget after watching the movie, particularly the showdown scene with. Um, Tom Hanks and Paul Newman. It's oh, just that's like awesome. the way it's edited is amazing. Where they cut the sound of the gun and the music and the the way the structure of like how Tom Hanks shows himself or doesn't show himself, kind of with the other characters. It's just really, really well done. And the scene at the end, um, the final scene of the movie with Jude Law and Tom Hanks. I won't say what happens. Um, yay it's all super just well the done. build up and there's a there's a lot of themes in the movie but there's one in particular that i i mean i told you about and you're like well it's obvious but it's not obvious in every sense sure. where water 
is um is related to death in the film every time water shows up there's usually death and there's a scene where a character is looking out at the ocean and you see the reflection of the ocean you don't necessarily see the actual ocean itself which leads to death inevitably death. see that's clever foreshadowing like yeah in when i think martin scorsese did the departed yeah he put an x in front of everyone and mm-hmm. it was very obvious like there was either duct tape above leonardo DiCaprio's head sorry spoilers for the departed but literally everyone that is an x in front or behind them they get killed and i'm like well that's kind of obvious but water is kind of subtle. Yeah, I mean, and there's rain, but rain is like a general thing in films where it always means something bad's going to happen. It's never something Or good. romantic. The Not Notebook. As, I guess. The Notebook. It's very rare that it's romantic. The notebook. Yeah, the notebook. <laughs> that's all. That's my only argument. That's all it's, I can think of. It's not often, but rain implies something intense or something bad is going to happen in a movie. But he doesn't just use rain. He uses other things or like in signs with the fucking water, like cups of water with the girl led to... Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I haven't seen, seen signs. signs. I'm just kidding. It's an okay movie. Um, so, yeah. Um, the editing was great. I think um, certain aspects of the film, like I said, representations of other things was done really well. I love the tone of the movie. Um, I think it really got the message down. The message of the film is sort of consequences of violence. And it's also um, the or Mike has to really fight for his son's soul. So it's, his son doesn't become him. And his son is, you could tell he's like, I want to be like my dad. That's, but his dad isn't a very good person and he knows and he's that. like yeah and he's really conflicted because he's like you know when you know your parents flaws you're like but they raised me they still like made a good person they're still my parent but i just know they have all these problems but they're people they're your parent you overlook yeah it. exactly and i'm sure his dad had the best intentions for why he chose that job it's during the depression it's He's good at his job. Just, I mean, get killing he people. He had the skills. He was a vet. Yeah, and it's good money, and he wanted to provide for his family. So, kind of have to weigh things out in that way. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is the cinematography. The cinematography is fucking amazing in this movie. It is. It true. Every single scene is framed perfectly. People say that Kubrick made sure every frame was good. Are perfect. Uh, I don't love Kubrick. But that being said, I legitimately feel that every shot and scene in this movie is perfect. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is I don't know if the cinematographer, Conrad Hall, who unfortunately also passed away before he won an Oscar for the movie. God damn. Um, yeah, it sucks. Um, I don't know if when he framed a scene he knew it was going to look like a comic book or if it just sort of happened because it looks like a comic like book. yeah with the shadows and the colors it it looks very much like a colorful comic book panel but it's also funny like i said before because he had the mindset of oh i'm filming in the, this in black and white so i have to use shadows and light to the best of my ability to get a really noir cool look absolutely he actually filmed uh the light a very unorthodox way i'm pretty sure right he used yeah well in film when you shoot outside you use these things called silks and they're basically white white flags yeah Yeah. that um block sunlight so your um your shot is not way overexposed or the actors don't look like they're sweating or super bright but what he did was used black silks because it cut the light, but it also looked more like shade rather than a white silk, which uh, makes light bounce off of things and creates more light and more problems. That's a very unusual technique to use for filmmaking. Everyone uses white silks for any outdoor shooting. Type and of I'd stuff. argue with the noir uh, themes, it, it worked very well. Yeah, it definitely helped. Also, a lot of the movie takes place in the day, which... is surprising. Yeah, there's like maybe... Two or three scenes that are at night. I'd say sequences. The big scenes are at night. Yeah, for sure. Um, and my definitely my favorite scene was the big showdown that happens near the end of the film between 
Paul Newman and Tom Hanks characters. It was good. That's the lighting for that's amazing. Or even the scene that sets everything off with um Daniel Craig and Tom Hanks, where that his son sees the the murder that happens. Yeah. Just the like, it's got this big spotlight lighting on everyone. Yeah, the framing I could even argue might be better than the comics, and it's interesting because you know it's obviously used for reference and scenes and sequences, but there's a lot of stuff that they don't do that you would. If you there's a book that teaches you how to write and draw and light comic books and everything is done to the T in that book. Like at the diner scene, you go through a window, you see them sitting at the diner in the corner, you're establishing the atmosphere and the tone, and it does all of that again and again and again. That's what makes this movie not only impressive as a story, but as as a piece of art, it's living yeah. art. So that's mm-hmm. what's really cool about it, in my opinion. It's interesting you talk about framing, like the shot where the son is looking through the, sp- the, the hole. Yeah, the hole in the wall, and his dad is standing in between him, like his dad's legs are yeah. also. It's like not only is that an interesting frame shot, it has so much representation mm-hmm. for the film because dad is the protector, his dad's the shield between him. And, and just life. And yeah, exactly. And it's that whole like, is him basically coming into that life. Yeah. Because after that just night, a small yeah. piece of it as well, not like a huge thing. Well, shortly he did, after. He never sees what his dad does. His dad makes him wait in the car all the time. He yeah. can only assume. And this is the first time he actually gets into his life. Just like, there's so much amazing shit about this movie. <laughs> we could talk about that all day, but there's mm-hmm. probably a movie podcast that does it better. <laughs> Perhaps. Um,. So, yeah, uh, do you have any favorite scene in particular for any reason, cinematography or... Yeah, um, you and I have most of the same likes, so I'll just... Yeah, I think um, I think what makes this movie, just like the one thing that makes it so much better than the graphic novel, is the score. The score is gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, the road trip is beautiful. When they go to Chicago, I think, is beautiful. Um, and they filmed everything in the Chicago in the Midwest. I think my favorite scene, it, I love when two amazing actors just go at it. Whether, you know, it's um, in that tat. Django scene where, what's the, Christopher Waltz and Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz and Leonardo DiCaprio face off. I love watching two actors have like an act off. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, it's daniel craig and paul newman when paul newman's just oh, yeah. still just trying to get his son to understand how to be a man and he can't do it because his son's a fucking moron <laughs> but he's like oh yeah sorry i killed this guy i'd like to apologize and then paul newman's like you'd like to apologize <laughs> you fucking killed a man and it's just like there's so much tension and the the framing like paul newman you're in his face because he has the presence he owns the room and then you see daniel craig and he's just like far away across the <laughs> table he's like i'm sorry daddy i'm sorry he's not even like i'm sorry he just doesn't get it yeah they just look at each other and it's a almost less is more scene and it's like everything about that is perfect it's like why isn't he? Why isn't his son sitting next to him? Why is he at the other end of the table? Shouldn't he be near him, like talking to him? Like they're mm-hmm. just so distant. And there's not a lot of dialogue in that scene. There's a point where they just stare at each other, and Daniel Craig stands up and just looks at him, like for a minute. No, yeah, <laughs> and, I mean, I think it all adds saying less is more, like you said. Mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite scene. Um. Man, there's so many good ones. I like the one where Tom Hanks putting the gun together. That's a good one. The end. Yeah. It's uh, it's not just about the gun. It's what everything sort of represents. Uh huh. And the what's gonna happen after? Small little ritual. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we we covered all of the basics of the likes, and I mean, we all. It's a great movie, so. You want to go into the comic references after a quick break? Sure. Big break. Big break. Guys, I still want to talk about this movie. <laughs> Maybe a bonus episode is in order. All right, we'll 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 talk about it in reference to the comics. Bonus episode. Bonus episode. Bonus, bonus. Depends. We're pretty tired. Big break. Big break.
Whoa. Your Why do you keep doing that? I don't know. I keep You've saying that. You've been doing that black. a lot lately. Uh, we're back. You're like the most awkward white guy. Because I know you don't mean to do things. But it's like you embarrass yourself more. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> it's amazing. You just need like a little sketch comedy of... I don't. The time <laughs> I don't need that pressure on me. We are back. B-A-C-K... E? I'm silent E. I'm black, but you're back. I'm back. You're We're black. back. I'm back, and you're in, in, you're not wearing black. Back in black. ACDC. Johnny Cash wears black. This is the worst reintroduction I think we've ever had on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Sorry, it's almost three in the morning. Uh, yeah, we're almost there. Like Two forty-seven. All right. Differences. Names. Yeah, that's really weird. The <laughs> names in the comics are really bad. They it's are bad. O'Sullivan. If you could get I mean, any that's... more Irish, he would be the fucking Lucky Charms guy. That's not awful, but the next one is really bad. So Paul Newman and Daniel Craig are part of the Rooney Mafia, but in the comics, it's Looney. L O yeah like looney tunes it's awful and you just keep going like oh no it's the looney gang it's like uh, it sounds like uh, mel brooks basically (laughs) mel brooks man that'd be awesome he's still alive he should make another movie i don't know what he's doing uh bathing living it up cash yeah, so, yeah, that's what I'd be doing. The, the flow of the story is a little bit different. There's additional storylines, some additional characters. Yeah. You want to get into Ness? Uh, yeah, so this is one of my dislikes. This is a kind of a cool, crucial story, but there's things that are better about the movie's version. So Sullivan doesn't really care so much about like Paul Newman's character in the book, uh, Looney. Man, so stupid. I can't even say it with a straight face. Anywho, he just wants to kill the son named Connor, who's responsible for his family's murder. Um, so he just like sends the detectives on his father, and it's funny because his uh he doesn't really give too much shit about the father. The father just hired him, and they they have a much closer bond in the movie, which we'll get into. But the detective he calls is Elliot Ness, who. I'm not sure if anyone knows her history, but is the guy who stuck Capone to tax invasion and basically put him in jail and got him killed, basically. Well, indirectly. But I think it's great because if there's another movie called Untouchables where Kevin Costner plays Elliot Ness, I'd love to see Kevin Costner, Robert De Niro's Al Capone, and Tom Hanks's Sullivan all in the room like arguing. And Paul Newman. Oh my God, that's like the best cast ever. But that's just a little fan theory that never will be. But that's that, that, that was just kind of fun for me to be like, yeah. ah, Tom Hanks and That'd be uh, an Kevin very Costner. All-star cast. Have they ever done a movie together? Nah, probably, I don't know. And I don't think so. Kevin Costner's mm-hmm. not not doing much anymore. He's trying to save the oceans. He's like the American version of Liam Neeson, but still not as good as Liam Neeson. Where he's just making all these like c-list action movies that's fine nobody sees them it's fine anywho the action in this movie i mean in the movie is very sensible and very grounded but he's fucking john wick it's in amazing the actually i love he it he just shows up and kills everybody like he plays it cool but as soon as like shit goes down just a little bit he fucking throws pencils in people's eye takes a razor blade cuts people's throat he oh they call him the angel of death oh my god that's that awful that is pretty bad i didn't that's like awful. that and like is he's commonly known as the angel so whatever call him the archangel angel and i'm like oh man that's, shut up it's a little much it's a little on the nose it's a little shitty it's the angel get him it's bad that was really corny yeah uh, I really like the action, and he, he has all these one-liners. He is basically is James Bond. <laughs> like, one of his old mafia friends is trying to shoot him. He's like, I'll see you in hell! And then he shoots him in the head and goes like, save me a seat, Sonny. Why did he <laughs> shoot him in the head before he told him the line? You think he's like, shit! Yeah, yeah. he goes <laughs> to hell. He's like, he just line like, first. He's like, shit! Did you hear what I said? 
No, what did you say? That's a kill one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> oh, Man. that's a good point. He killed him afterwards. Like, uh, it's an actual movie. Like, because uh, like, when people do that after they kill someone, the audience is watching, so he has someone to tell it to. But if he kills him before, he's just telling it to no one. That'd be so great in a movie if a guy just goes like, probably should have said that before, before <laughs> I killed him. That'd be amazing. Sounds like, who are you talking to? Did you not hear that one liner? No. Shit. <sighs> kind of have to come up with another one. <laughs> <laughs> or just wait to say it again. He's like, it's not as good. He's like, can, can you just say, see you in hell, please, before I shoot you? What? Why? <laughs> that just, was really good. Just do good. it, please. Just do it. It's a cool concept. There's a whole storyline that takes place in Mexico, which honestly... New Mexico. New I Mexico. Think. Not worth it. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it felt really random. And then I like Paul Newman's character because the dad in this, or the dad in the graphic novel was such a bitch. She's like, no, please don't kill me, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Michael coming after me. And then it's like, no, you're here to suffer. And I'm like, it's really? not really suffering. I'm sure. It's not his fault. His son was an idiot. Also, I'm sure he has enough money to get out. I'm sure he has enough influence. Also, it just doesn't make any sense because Connor basically, Connor is the son of Looney. Man, that sucks saying. Um, and he's like, ah, oh, your son Solace. Is he, a, is he a rat? And his dad goes, no, nah, he's not a rat. He's my son. And the son's like, yeah, I won't tell anybody. It's, I understand. And it's like everyone's level headed on the same page. And then he goes like, well, that's good enough for me. And then they go off. And then the next day, you murder his family. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Pause. You went to A to G. To Z. Where's B and C? Where's B and C? And in the movie, there's a lot more explanation. Connor is jealous of Sullivan because his dad took Sullivan in at a very young age and raised him like a son. Is that implied? That in he the, took him in as the son? Like, in the movie, I think, yeah, it is. I thought... I don't know, because I was mixed on it. I thought maybe he maybe he treated him as a son you know in his 20s like oh i think he was like 13 15 or something okay so it's kind of like the departed where yeah yeah yeah, yeah. matt damon and protege so it's really the protege versus the son the son's super jealous not like his father coward ruthless and not really he's a he also steals from his father and I think that this, uh, whoever the screenwriter is did a really good job because I don't think how the storyline works in the graphic novel would have worked on film. Because film needs like depth mm-hmm. and purpose. Whereas yeah. Dan, I feel like Daniel Craig's character had a huge purpose. Number one, in the movie, he's, um, he's doing shit against his father's will and he's doing shit behind his back yeah he's basically stealing from him that's not in the graphic novel at all on top of which like you said the father and son sort of triad that's going on Mm -hmm. where obviously tom hanks character is more deserving yeah highly favorited over daniel craig's character initially anyways Mm -hmm. but then he straight up kills the son of uh he kills the family of sullivan except one son who actually witnessed the murder killed the wrong kid and in the comic it made more sense because he didn't meet both kids yeah so he killed one kid and was like that was probably him well and he talks to the kids like directly so how do you not know who like it was funny because daniel craig's does the killing and then he just leaves and it's like you killed everyone except the little the kid who witnessed the murder You fucking moron. I mean, and that maybe that that's a part of his character. It yeah. adds to his character because he is really just an idiot. I mean, he didn't look at him um, during this. There's a scene where the kid comes in to get um, Paul Newman's money because they were playing dice or whatever. And Daniel Craig is there. And he never looks at him, really. He's just yeah. smoking a cigarette. But he does look directly at the other son. And he's like, it's fucking hysterical. Yeah. There's a lot more family dynamics in the movie. And it's really well written. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we got an eight. And none of cast. that is in the 
graphic novel at all. None of like, there's a scene between Tom Hanks and his son where they go to a funeral and there's water for the first time. Yeah. When they're, they're talking um, about the ice preserving the body. Yeah. They're honoring someone in their coffin and there's ice. And it's someone they killed because they didn't pay protection money. When in truth, they did pay protection money. It's just that Daniel Craig hid that money. So he pocketed the money and said they mm-hmm. didn't pay, killed then, the brother. Yeah. And it's it's ironic because there's a shot where it cuts to like um, pennies on his eyes, and I'm like, that's so. I, there's just something weird about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he why didn't pay his money, so you put two coins on his eye. Well, you know why they do that, right? Uh, you need money the to cross toll keeper. Yeah, yeah the, the to river cross the river or something. So it's just a little ironic, I guess. Yeah. Um, to follow that tradition. And it, it is a little different in the graphic novel. It's a rival gang from police when the loonies left. This former cop formed his own gang. It comes out of nowhere and really doesn't serve any purpose other than for the son to watch gangsters shoot each other and see his dad become a murderer. Right. Um, and find out that his his dad is basically James Bond who kills like thousands of people per week. And I do like the parallel in yeah. general with the story with two different types of father-son dynamics where one is doing the right thing and one is totally doing the wrong thing but Mm -hmm. still blood is blood and he's that's still his son Mm -hmm. and they make that point in both um both mediums they're they're both just trying to protect their son yeah it's like it's my son i'm not gonna get him killed it's my blood there's also a different dynamic if you remember in the you said this earlier that in the whole movie Sullivan is trying to make sure his son doesn't become like him. Mm-hmm. Well, in the comic, his son does want to be like him and does kill a couple of people uh, out of situation and circumstance, which made more sense to me in, in some situations. But he but, wasn't really put in that situation. No, in no, no. Only one time. And I think the ending was better in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot more gravitas. Sure, yeah. Uh, most of the sequences the same with bank tellers, merchants, canceled check, viewers. The only thing that's really money. different. Yeah, stealing money. Even some of the dialogue is spot for spot. Always trust a bank manager. Never trust a bank manager i think it, don't be don't be fooled that is sarcasm at its finest <laughs> fuck banks fuck wells fargo oh yeah fuck wells fargo. unless they advertise us then i love wells fargo dude i can't even bring myself to advertise wells fargo i need money i have wells fargo i fucking hate it i need money for the podcast they're not gonna give you money they take your money they'll probably take point. money for they take wells money fargo. get sued then give us back money and i'm like why do i have 40 bucks they're like don't ask any questions. They're basically the loony gang. <laughs> yeah, they are the loony gang. That's what we call money. them. They're very loony. That's for sure. That is for sure. Um, also, there's no showdown between... There, it's missing 12 showdowns. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And it's weird because there's more... I would say there's more violence in the graphic novel, but it's missing like the the important things that are put into the movie. Like, yeah. it's just violence for violence. Not really violence sake, oh, but it's like random it. goons that he kills. It's not anyone substantial. Uh, Yeah, like some scenes, like he was going to try to kill O'Connor and then he finds like a high-ranking mafia member and he's like, he's like, I'll try to buy you out. Please just get out of town with your son. We don't want to kill you or fight you. And he goes like, okay. And then shoots him. While in the comic, he shoots like 50 dudes, uses a razor blade, sticks pens in people's eyes, makes fun of people's mothers while kicking their balls. It's just everything. He's he's nuts in this one. And then in the other scene when uh, Steve Buscemi, not Steve Buscemi, Steve, Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci, thank you. D- don't know how I mix those two up. Is like, go home, bury your wife. He goes like, okay. He gets followed briefly, but they like easily evades him. It's like a quick two minute scene. You're like, that makes more sense. He's so sly and slick. In the comic, he murders his way down like 30 floors. Get, he, it's like the raid, but backwards. He's like, he I gotta get the pissed, fuck out. Basically. Yeah. Um, also, the sequence with when he discovers his wife and kid are murdered is a little bit different. I actually like both. In the movie, it's very fast. Uh-huh. But I feel like he's thinking practically. He's not giving himself a chance to mourn. Yeah. Whereas in the comic... He's like very, very upset. And he puts him to bed. Yeah, it's very weird. 
I kind of like it in the comic where he's like, just, we got to put them in bed. They're going to sleep. Mm-hmm. It's very religious in the comic. They go to church a couple times, mm-hmm. and it's funny because every time he leaves the confession booth, the priest is like pale, yeah, like just terrified. Imagine how you confess that. I confessed because I stabbed the pencil through one dude's eye, then shot it through another dude's skull, then kicked him in the balls. T- t- told him I'd see him in hell and to save a place for me. Uh, grabbed this javelin off the wall, stuck it up a dude's ass, kicked him down a fire escape. Uh, and then that's about halfway through before I got the Tommy gun. And the priest is just like, I don't know if I can forgive you. (laughs) I don't know if any God can forgive you. (laughs) Like I'll consult some of the Indian gods. Maybe Vishnu or Ganesh thinks you're pretty tight. Yeah, there's a lot. So maybe there's some of the Wonder Woman gods or, or Loki's probably even Loki's like, shit, man, calm down. Yo, chill. (laughs) What are you doing? See, so that was different or something else. He hurts some innocents in one of the bank robberies. Most of the bank robberies go well in the movie, and there's one that kind of goes astray, and he accidentally mm-hmm. shoots a woman. Brings her to a hospital, so it's all, like, good in the hood, but did shoot a woman. Yeah, and then he, like, he started to slow down after that. Yeah, he's like, no more People bank robberies. <laughs> no, more ba- no more bank robberies. We, we should chill. Uh, Jude Law's character is also not in the graphic novel. Uh, is he kind of at the end? I th- I didn't know who was that. I mean, it's his character is if at all in it is only a moment at the end. Yeah, it Jude Law has a much more substantial role in the movie. Yeah, and that I don't so. really particularly care for, but it works. He, he makes me tense in the movie, so that's kind of good. Well, yeah, I think there needed to be a chase mm-hmm. of some kind. So yeah. it's like hire an assassin who is also a fucking creeper. Yeah, I guess in, in in the comic, it's more about like, man, we're watching this guy tear like the road to perdition a new asshole. But he has someone who's crazier than he is. Chasing um, him. Chasing, and that's kind yeah. of interesting. And it, I think in the comic, if there was an assassin chasing him, he'd be killed instantly. Like this this comic version of Sullivan is a beast. The is movie beast. Sullivan is mortal. He's very Down to human. earth, grounded. I think it works better. I like both, but can't beat Tom Hanks. They are different in a weird way. Like, the the feeling of them is definitely different. Sure. It's probably, like, the music and everything that makes you feel a, a certain Even way. Even his dialogue. Yeah. And there, like you said, there's a lot more religious connotations in the graphic novel than mm-hmm. in the um in the film they like because um michael jr or whatever he's like oh yeah we had to stop at a catholic church every time we went killed somewhere somebody. new or, yeah killed somebody whereas it doesn't i don't even think that happens, happens ever once i don't think it's not very important I oh guess. i guess he confronts paul newman that's a funny scene let me kill your son man you know i can't let you do that your son's stealing from you yeah, I know he fucking sucks. <laughs> still my son, though. He's still my son. But that's how parents act. They're Dude, like, they are. My son's a fuck up, but He's what are you going to do, right? <laughs> Got to bail him out. Uh, is there any other references? Anything else? Um, Really just, uh, I wrote down that Capone is more He's kind in, of a bigger character. Yeah, more in the graphic novel than in... Oh. He's more of a reference in the film. You should reference that the comic book was based off a comic book. Oh, yeah, so funny enough, the writer was very inspired by a manga called Lone Wolf and Cub, which was written in the 60s, 70s time period. Mm -hmm. There's actually a lot of Japanese comics slash manga that's written way before other comics. This is the source material to the source material. Yeah, and anime's been around for a very long time. Yeah. Um. But basically, Lone Wolf and Cub, the main story, is about a shogun executioner. And just to preface, shogun executioners are people that assist in the deaths of samurais who perform seppuku, which is disembowelment, where they... yeah, where they they're dishonored, so they disembowel themselves, and the shoguns chop their heads off. Basically, it's a really, really big political um, position. Yeah, powerful position, and basically, um, a clan wants to boot him out of it, and they kill his wife, but they don't end up killing his one-year-old child at the time. And um, 
So <laughs> a funny thing happens. The Oh yeah, this part. The <laughs> kills me. Yeah, the dad <laughs> he gives his three year old son a ball and a sword to choose from. And if he chose the ball, he was gonna kill his son to be with his mom. But if he chose the sword, he was gonna take him with him on his journey for revenge. Luckily, the son chose the sword. The kid is fucking three. This guy is batshit. That's so funny. Should not have a kid. I probably would have grabbed the ball and been like, Kuga! <laughs> Just got it. Seppuku. My dad would probably put me in a room with like 50 balls and one sword. Be like, yeah, just pick it up. Pick up the sword. I'm still going to kill him. <laughs> Come on, I let's go. Fucking... Well, the cover for that's funny too. Because it's literally like some samurai dude and this baby in like a baby carriage. Like, like smiling and shit. <laughs> what? Why? It's I didn't amazing. see that cover. So it's really I, I can't funny. second that opinion. But it sounds dumb. But it is funny how, like, things are based off of other things that you wouldn't expect. I would never thought that this writer was like, oh, yeah, I read this obscure Japanese manga, manga and yeah. it's basically the same story. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think and no story is original and everything has to just copy another thing to be creative. But as long as you put your own spin to it, the movie is definitely much more deeper than giving your kid a couple balls and a sword. Well, I'm sure the story is. That, that was just a synopsis thing i read yeah sure, fair enough but uh yeah i think that's it for source material i think it comes to the real question that we answered this entire podcast does it work as a film no what oh okay it's like <laughs> so confused yes no, it's it's awful no it's an amazing movie luckily i didn't spoil anything in this yeah. i don't think a lot of people have seen this movie that's what i'm worried about but i told them to go see it also, another interesting fact: this movie came out in the middle of July. It's kind of a against like Men in Black movie. Two, yeah, and it did really well. Like it beat its budget in the box office. I mean, not surprising. It's it's really it, an amazing movie. Yeah, but summer movies get they don't get Oscars. They usually don't. No. So it's an amazing film. Everyone like, died making it. Well, the main people, the best yeah. people. Yeah, Paul Newman. Uh, Conrad Hall. Conrad Hall. Anyone else die? How's Sam Mendes doing? I mean, I don't think so. Okay. He's fine. He directed uh, Spectre and Skyfall. You did Skyfall? Yeah, Skyfall and Spectre. Spectre and, sucked. And Thomas Newman, the composer of Road to Perdition, did the music for both of those movies. Cool. Spectre sucked. Stupid. I like the beginning, though. Yeah, 10 minutes is fine. With the... Yeah, no, that's the Dia de los Muertos. Is it, isn't that not real? Dia de los Muertos? Well, like, the way they interpreted it wasn't accurate or something. No, the Day of the Dead is... A, Halloween is wrong. It's fake. No, no, no. I mean, never mind. There's there's something wrong with the way they did it or something. Oh, like in the that. movie? Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. That being said, I think as a comic, it's really good. Um, it's a quick read, 300 pages. I read it in, like, 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, with a couple breaks um and as a movie it does something else it takes you on a journey adventure it's definitely more emotional it's one of the best comic adaptations and i would even say film adaptations of any source of literature and i've they, read yeah and they both stand on their own like as individual stories really yeah enough. i think there's some things the graphic novel i'd give the graphic novel like an eight but the movie is a 9.5 to a 10 there's nothing to really dislike you might not just personally love the movie because it goes against whatever you just don't like something about it yeah it's but like my as mom... a film it's pretty flawless yeah my mom probably wouldn't like road to perdition it's Why? not it's sad yeah it's sad it's violent it's not a thing mm-hmm. that's fair and you know like i wouldn't like it or you know yeah. any of those movies it's just not your thing just not your thing that's the only reason you might not like it but if you like intense dramas with really good acting i love revenge movies so this is revenge really good movie, this is yeah. a great revenge movie like right behind county monte cristo and really scott's oh, that's gladiator a good one we should do that one i'm not reading county monte cristo it's like 80 pages oh really yeah i thought it was, it was like written a Da Vinci like code. In, it was written a long ass time ago it's in french it's not in french county monte cristo my right, uh, that, my the... my uncle thought it was the Count of Monte Crisco for the longest. Crisco. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, 
I'm just trying to imagine he just has like welcome to Crisco ba- barrels of Crisco like <laughs> in his house. That's great. He just finds he doesn't find treasure. He just finds Crisco. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie though. We'll do that one. We're starting to do books now, so we're listening to books and starting uh, to do podcasts. If there's anything that you think that we should listen to or read or you'd like us to do an episode on besides Suicide Squad. We're going to do it. We're going to do but it. But it makes me mad. It like, does think, make us mad. Think about that movie because I had to see it twice. Waste of fucking time. Because of me. I made you watch it the second time. I'm like, why did you? This movie sucks. Well, I, I didn't see it. Sucks. I didn't see it the, the waste first time. Of time. I only saw it once. Anywho. You can reach to us. We have an Instagram. We just upload a photo. Source to screen. We have a Twitter. Source to screen. Source underscore two underscore screen. Source to screen podcast at gmail.com. I'll make a shorter email when I get people responding to it hmm. because basically we're only getting tweeted. It's also in the show notes too. Yeah, it's in the show. We put it in the show notes? Yeah, I put in everything in the show notes, all the info. You're great. Also, you can follow us on our personal stuff if you want. No. Like, oh, you can't? No, I'm professional. Only the podcast. Only the, I, I want people to follow the podcast. Yeah, just follow both. People, I mean, people, people follow are the funny fo- about that, mm-hmm. like following, like. Ooh, well, I it's funny because a lot of people follow the podcast. They just don't do the Instagram or the Twitter yet. Yeah, we gotta get that. Gotta get it rolling. Get on it, guys. Like we barely post anything, so it's not like we're clogging up your feed. Good point. Just follow. We us. just, I mean, gamer complainer just posts shit on Twitter and gets a bunch of fans to yell at her yeah usually the fans that get mad at you really don't know what they're talking about so i don't know why they're really mad yeah the most ignorant usually are the loudest so mm. good point anywho please tweet at us write at us blah 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 uh yeah thank you uh also kevin thompson for your comments in the soundcloud Man, do someone else that. made a comment and i didn't write it down SoundCloud's just weird about like trying to reply to comments. That's why I don't do it like right away. So, but we we look at them. Trust we me, we do and we do appreciate them. Uh, this one nerdy girl said something. Not like it's a bad like, like nerdy's good. I love nerdy. You're nerdy. You. If that's how do you, insulting, how do you know that, she's nerdy? I think it's like nerdy girl. Is that her name? I think it is. <laughs> I'll do a shout out next week. Nerdy girl, nineteen. Kitty cat. Underscore smiley face. She thought something was really funny. I forgot. Anywho, that's it for our episode Road to Pershitten. It's 3 a.m. <laughs> that's so we should name it. It's, it's 3 a.m. In, in, in parentheses, it's, it's 3, 3 a.m. Let's do that. Post this shit right, right. now. All right. Late I dare you. I'll see you on hell. Save a spot for us. You need sleep. Play to place. <laughs> Coming. I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from. I don't like bullies. I don't care where they are.